Around this time, a few years ago, something happened to our family that was one of the worst things that has ever happened to us. And so every year on the podcast so far, I have either reshared that story or, you know, talked about God's purpose in pain. And so today I just want to talk about a couple of things that the Lord has really taught me in painful seasons or in seasons of suffering. If you want a deeper dive into, you know, this story and how it kind of indirectly began, she lives purposefully, how it completely shaped my walk with the Lord. I do have other episodes on that, but today we're going to be talking about things that the Lord has taught me in seasons of pain. We are not going to be doing a Dear Meg segment today. Today is a very just simple, straightforward, but really real and raw um, and, you know, weighty episode. And I think it's so important to talk about because suffering is real. And I think it's, it's important to recognize the things that the Lord wants us to know in those seasons. All right, so let's dive into today's episode, Um, really just talking about, like I said, things that I feel like the Lord has taught me in hard seasons and seasons of suffering and painful seasons. And the first thing that I want to do is I just want to preface by saying if you are going through something right now or you have gone through something that has, you know, it's just been a painful season or a season of suffering. I am so sorry to hear that. I feel like nobody can really completely relate to the things that you are going through. And the Lord only knows the full scope of those things, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, everything that's going on, every moving piece to the thing that you are going through, whatever that may look like. But I want you to know that I am sorry and I am praying for you. Um, Just after this episode, we'll be spending some time praying for everybody who is listening today that is going through something. I hope and pray that this episode is an encouragement to you. And I just want you to know off the bat that the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. All right, two, before we dive into some things that I did learn or I have learned through painful seasons, um, there is a very basic question that I personally did struggle with, so I want to address it, and that is, why does God allow bad things to happen? And something that I had to work through, I feel like before something really tragic happened in my own life or in you know my sphere, I felt like this was an easy question to answer, but I think when tragedy really hits home, um, it, it can kind of make you rethink a lot of things. And it's so important to be really solid in the Lord, but I feel like sometimes these questions can still arise and you can kind of still get a little bit thrown. And so this is something that I want to address because although it's a basic question and, you know, I remember people saying like, oh, this is so like basic, like everybody should know it. Sometimes we just need to reiterate these things and that's okay. So why does God allow bad things, friend? Because in this world, Satan, honestly, I mean, he runs the show. Praise God. God ultimately wins. And right now he moves in our lives and he works all things for good. But because sin is in this world and ultimately humans choose what they do, life is hard. More than hard, it is unfair. It is too heavy and sometimes it feels unbearable. And because sin has entered the world and not everything is as it should be and sicknesses come or freak accidents take place or people do awful things, life is really 
hard. And this is the consequence of living in a world that isn't perfect. But God, although we don't see all of the effects right now, this is why God came. God, Jesus came and died for our sins. He came to save us. And that looks like freeing us from sin, reuniting us with him, even in this life, and later bringing us to himself and ultimately, ultimately judging sin and running the show, which would make a perfect place. So I just wanted to preface with that. I think it's an important conversation and thing to say. So the first thing that I want to talk about, um, of things that I feel like I have been working through or have worked through with the Lord in painful seasons is how I feel like I am generally a fearful person. So this is a command that God gives. It's do not be afraid. And that is something that I definitely struggle with. And the tragic things in my life that have happened have really only, I feel like, exacerbated that fear. I don't know, maybe you can relate to this, but I have had moments where I just can't hold back tears. I am terrified of what the future holds. And I think that that is because I have seen what the past can hold. And I am worried that it will happen again. And as I have been working through things with the Lord and also with a counselor, um, something God has really worked in me is that my fear is really rooted not just in a fear of the situation, for sure, but in a lack of trusting him. It's a lack of trust that he will keep his promises that he has promised to me and to you and that he will work all things together for good for those who love God or that in eternity he will wipe every tear from our eyes or that I don't have to fear because he is with me or, you know, even promises like he is with me in the valley of the shadow of death. And this is going to get very vulnerable and raw, but I have realized it can be hard to allow myself to feel like I can trust God because I have seen what he has allowed. But I think it's also hard to, I think I've recognized, you know, to trust the Lord Because I, in those moments, am not thinking or looking at the bigger picture of what is actually going on. I have learned that God allows really, 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 really hard things in our lives. In fact, he actually tells us that there will be hard things. But he also tells us that I don't have to fear because I can know that one, he loves me more than I can imagine. And two, he wants good for me. And three, that he is in control. And four, ultimately, he will work all things for my good. So if he loves me more than I love my husband, more than I love my parents, more than I love my sister, my friends, and he wants good for me more than I want good for them, and if he is in control in ways I never will be, and he says he will work those things for good, then just like I would try to make things good for those people in my life, I can trust that he will fulfill his promise. Now we serve a God who is the beginning and the end, and he sees not only these hard moments in our lives, but he sees too how he can redeem and restore. He sees that honestly, sometimes things in the world won't seem good 
ever. Sometimes it feels like that. And sometimes that can be reality in our life where it seems like that one thing or those multiple things just feel like they're going to last your whole life. And sometimes they are long term things. But he does promise us that in eternity, there is peace and there is no pain and life with him. We serve a God who cares deeply for our pain and who will be there with us in it. We serve a God who moves in ways we don't understand, but we can know that he has ultimately conquered sin and its consequences, including death. And he will finish the good work he started and bring us unto himself. I can choose to not fear because I can despite whatever God allows on this earth, sometimes worst nightmares, I can know that he will never, not ever abandon me, that he will fight for me, that he will comfort me, that ultimately he will bring me to him, that he can redeem, that he will work, and that he has a greater purpose than I can see. And that leads to this second thing that the Lord has been teaching me or has taught me in painful seasons. And that is this, that the Lord has a purpose, not only when things are good, but when things are and feel like they are completely wretched in second Corinthians one. And this is the verse that God actually showed me and used to quite literally heal my heart in a single night. Second Corinthians one reminds us of a few really important things that I want to talk about. The first one is that God is a God of all comfort. And I think it's so important for us to dwell on that, that God wants to be our comforter and that he actually is the God of all comfort. He knows how to comfort. He knows how to comfort us specifically, and he wants to comfort us. The second thing is that God comforts us so that we can comfort others with the comfort he's comforted us with. Friend, God brings beauty out of ashes. He doesn't let the devil win with sin and death and its consequences. He doesn't leave us alone in our sorrow. He comforts us and he even gives that pain and that comfort purpose. He comforts us so that, the verse says in 2 Corinthians 1, so that we can bring that comfort to others too. He chooses to bring comfort out of pain and invites us to share that comfort of his with other people. A third thing that um, God has been teaching me when it relates to 2 Corinthians 1 and how there is purpose not only in good things, but also in hard, bad things. We see from 2 Corinthians 1 that also God is not afraid of our pain. And what I mean by that is that nothing is too great for him. And I feel like you know what? I just, I feel like it's such a beautiful truth that we need to repeat. There is nothing too great for her, for him. Our worst nightmares, while I believe that they break his heart, are not too much for him to meet us in and to work in. In verses 8 and 9, it says that the affliction they experienced burdened them beyond their strength. They didn't have the strength for it. So much so that they despaired of life itself. That's how heavy what they were going through was. 
I don't know about you, but I can absolutely relate to feeling like I don't have the strength for what I'm going through. Not only am I taking it day by day, but quite literally, there have been seasons where it feels like I am taking it minute by minute, asking for God's strength and getting more excited for his return. And then the next word is, but. Friend, life is hard. It is hard. But the story doesn't end there. God is not too weak for our pain. He is not heartless. He is involved. He is caring and he wants in on helping you. And this is where we find too that we find another purpose in all of this pain that God brings out of pain. And that is kind of later on in this section. And it says um, that it was... So that, let me actually read this verse here, specifically so I don't (laughs) mess it up here. Um, It says, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. We learn in pain and in hard seasons to not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. We learn that even though we don't have the strength, I don't have the strength, and That is so true in my own life. The God of the universe who doesn't need to care at all for me wants to give me strength and he does care deeply for me. He wants me to rely on his strength. He conquered the most definitive consequence of sin and that is death. Because of that, I can know that he has got whatever I am going through. Friend, if you are going through it or you have gone through it, Again, I am so sorry. Sometimes it feels like there are no words to say, and sometimes there are no words to say. But I do want you to know, as someone who does not know what you're going through, and I cannot relate perfectly to what you're going through at all, the Lord does know and see you. As someone who has gone through pain, I want you to know that God is with you. I want you to know that he sees you. And I believe he weeps with you, friend. He loves you and he is working and he will not forsake you. He loves to redeem and to restore and he will bring you to himself. You are not alone, friend. You are not alone. I hope and pray that whatever you might be going through, you have gone through, or maybe, you know, whatever is in the future that this episode, that these encouragement, these truths that the Lord has for us in his word are an encouragement to you. I hope that this is, that this episode was, yeah, was an encouragement to you. I know that these are truths that really have meant so much to me and the Lord has really had to work in on my heart and, and I am so thankful for them. I, as I was putting the notes together for this episode, I was like sobbing. So I didn't know what to expect in recording this. Um, it was one of those episodes where I feel like I just have to read right off the page because it just is, honestly, it's raw and vulnerable and and real. And there's a lot of, you know, weighty things in there. But God is so good and he is so faithful and he is a comforter and he is with you. And so I want you to know that you are not alone again in your pain And he is with you, friend. I love you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Live for Jesus and live purposefully. I love you, friend.